Hello and welcome to English with Elliot. I am your host, Elliot, and I would like to thank you for joining me today for a bonus episode of this podcast. English with Elliot is an English language podcast with one mission to help you communicate effectively in English. In each episode, you will learn new vocabulary, phrases, grammar, and much more. This podcast is absolutely free. All I ask in return is if you enjoy what you hear, then please spread the word and like, rate, and share with family and friends. You can also follow me on Instagram at English Coach Elliot, where I upload new content every single day to help you improve your English language skills. In addition to this podcast, each week I send out a free newsletter with lots of English learning tips and advice. If you would like to subscribe to this newsletter, then check out the link in my Instagram bio. Finally, I have recently released my first ebook, Seven Conversations in Seven Days. This audiobook comes with 15 audio tracks and is designed to help you become a better speaker in English. The book is $5, but until the 20th of December, you can use a coupon to get a further 20% off your order. For more details, please see the link in my Instagram bio. In today's bonus podcast episode, we'll be listening to a conversation that I had recently with one of my followers, Anna. In a recent Instagram live session, Anna and I discussed my new ebook, Seven Conversations in Seven Days, as well as some general tips on how to improve your conversational English skills. I hope you find this conversation interesting and that you get some value from this podcast episode. So, without further ado, let's dive into the interview. Okay, thank you, Anna. So, Anna, can you tell everyone who's not familiar with, firstly, how long have you been learning English? Um, well, um, in fact, um, I studied English as a second language um, at school for 12 years, but that wasn't um, the way that would, that would help me to um, use English language um freely if i could use this word and um for the past 11 months um i've been learning english from scratch really from scratch even i had the basics at school such as uh basic vocabulary and grammar i've been learning grammar really uh, grammar rules all the time Uh -huh. And that's one of the disadvantages that I think um, for learning English. Uh, so for the past 11 months, I worked really hard. Um, I started with listening and reading because that was uh, the activities that I missed a lot at school. Because of the grammar exercises all the time, I guess you know <laughs> how is the situation with learning at school grammar rules all the time, translating exercises all the time. I was really bad at translating because um, I haven't been told how to translate from English to Bulgarian or Bulgarian to English. And what I did was just literally translating like word by word, not exactly should be the, the way uh, it should be. Um, but for these 11 months, I could say that I'm a diligent student that Um, I have a clear goal why I study English 
for what reason I need it in my life and in the future. So I should say having a clear goal at the beginning is really important to keep you going and having a motivation even when you didn't see any progress. As um, last couple of months, I didn't see any progress in my English. I've just become stuck for my current level intermediate that I'm at the moment. But I started with some changes, uh, some changes that would help me to reach the next level. And one of them is stepping out of my comfort zone. That's the thing, the mm. most challenging thing for every English learner like me, I guess. Uh, so what I did is just listening and reading to materials above my level and pushing myself learning new vocabulary, new expressions, idioms, even phrasal verbs. So before, uh, before a couple of months, to learn idioms and phrasal verbs was a disaster for me, honestly. <laughs> but, now, <laughs> but now for me, it's, it's so much more fun to learn idioms and push myself to use whenever I have an opportunity. But I try to avoid to overuse it because I know that it's not the way native speakers use them. Great. Yeah. Well, Anna, you speak fantastically. This is the first time we've had a proper conversation, but it's amazing. Um, I'm a bit nervous, but... <laughs> no, you're doing absolutely great, as everyone else is saying in the comments. Um, so what's really interesting, Anna, is that you said that, you know, you had, this is a familiar story for me, that you had maybe 12 years of school um, and, and of studying English in, in your native country. And, and really, it wasn't until after that everything started to click. So what um what was it what really helped you to kind of get beyond your your plateau your level and push push particularly your speaking as well what helped you to push beyond that um what helps me is um that i have a motivation to keep going and i don't uh, i try to avoid get discouraged easily even i i had some um, situations that make me, um, how to say, uh, that make me feel that my English is not good enough and I need to work even much more to succeed with um, reaching the next level. And it was really hard for me, but what I did is just, I increased the amount of time that I spent to learn the language. I try to practice every single day. I read a lot. And also, I write a lot. I realized mm. that writing is such an amazing tool for learning a language. And um, I try to write whenever I have um, an opportunity. And also, I write just to test and check my comprehension. So I can give, uh, I can give an advice to our viewers that are right now here. Whenever listen to something or read something, just write down your thoughts or what exactly you hear, just to check your comprehension, that's really useful. Or even when you learn new vocabulary, it's great. Not the same day that you just learn the vocabulary, but the next day, write a short dialogue or a story, whenever you like, just to, to put the vocabulary in context. That's really, really, really essential. That's, that's, a great, that's a great point, Alan. That's really good. The, the fact that the main thing is we can learn all these words, um, but we need to know how to use them. That's the key thing, mm -hmm. because just learning a word in isolation doesn't help. 
So I think your, your tip about writing is great because this is thing that people usually try to try to avoid because they don't think it's necessary, especially at a lower level. But like you said, it can be such a great tool to actually improve your speech as well in all aspects, I think, of your, mm-hmm. of your uh, language. So tell me, Anna, in terms of your speaking, okay, you're obviously you're currently living in Bulgaria, yes? Yeah. How do you expose yourself to speakers? How do you surround yourself with English speakers to, to communicate with people? Um, well, um, I use variety of speaking applications. There are a lot uh, that we can find in Google Store to practice with, even native speakers or non-native speakers. I could say that I feel a bit more comfortable to speak with non-native, but with native, I'm a bit more uncomfortable and nervous mm-hmm. to speak because I, I just uh, think, is my accent understandable enough, the grammar structures, the vocabulary that I use, uh, or even if I speak too fast and you know these sort of thoughts all the time when I practice with natives but I push myself in doing it as well. You're doing absolutely great and everyone's saying the same as well in the comments so it's, it's amazing. Um, so Anna as I said Anna really helped me with um, this book okay this book uh, came from an idea that people want to improve their speech and Anna gave some really useful suggestions Anna, as someone who's had an exclusive look at the book, can you just summarize to people what the book's about? What is this book about and, and what, did you, what did you read? Um, the book is about uh, seven conversations in English that would uh, dramatically improve our um, conversational English as well because it's really important to have the right vocabulary, the right expressions and phrases for uh, conversation that, um, uh, how to say, really useful in everyday life, like in the bank or in restaurant, in airplane, in train or in a bus, um, even medical um, emergency. Uh, so knowing the right vocabulary and expressions in that occasion would dramatically improve our English and get us... Um, practice our knowledge in English in front of uh, people as well. And I think that um, conversational English is really important nowadays because I experienced to have um, one year ago before I started my serious journey with English, um, to have a small talk and one native speaker, I think um, it was a woman, I think, she was from America because uh, she's accent was American. And she just asked me, asked me some questions and I just froze. I didn't know what no. to say. Uh, I just um, uh, went with her for the place that she wanted me to explain. And she tried during this walk to have a conversation with me, but I was just really, really uh, afraid to speak. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know what to say. And it was, it was just, um, I was terrified. And this experience um, makes me realize that I need to know um, expressions, phrases, words for uh, this sort of situations that I really need to use English. And I think uh, everyone here also is having the same experience, I guess, like me, to have a conversation with stranger and to froze for a second and didn't know what to say and just try to 
to leg it, like this expression, I really love this expression, to leg it and just to avoid this conversation with that person. And it's really, really hard. But now um, I think I know uh, enough um, vocabulary and expression. If again, I come, I, I can, I come across this sort of situation, I will be able to use English properly in that situation as well. Fantastic. I, I think, like you say, everyone's had this experience where they, they, they freeze and they don't know what to say. Um, and mm -hmm. panic then sets in. Even if you're perfectly fluent, it can happen. It happens to me in another language. I have to speak another language here, of course, Russian. So it happens, I know, from a different perspective uh, that it can happen. Um, so, Anna, tell me, what... Um, what is your what is your goal at the moment with your English? You said you've got a goal that you're working towards. What is that goal? Um, well, um, the realistic goal that I have at the moment is just I really want to push myself and get a better job in my field here in Bulgaria. But it's not that easy because I need to have English at level at least advanced or even proficiency. And I experienced to um, be rejected because of my English. And I really um, understand how important it is. Even I don't live in an English-speaking country, again, mm -hmm. I need English. Because English language become a global language, I, I think, everywhere. So I really need to push myself and uh, for hopefully for the next interviews to... to uh, make sure that I express myself clearly in English and I don't make pauses or just uh, show hesitation. Um, what I did in my previous interview, I just really show hesitation because it was all of a sudden that interviewer uh, decided to test my English skills. I didn't expect that, so that's why I show hesitation. Uh, but hopefully for the next, I will be ready enough to avoid hesitation and really use English the way I need to use it. And also I have some plan maybe in the future. I'm not quite sure yet. Uh, I will realize it or not. But I have a plan to um, maybe next couple of years to immigrate to the UK because mm -hmm. I think it's a country with lots of opportunities for studying and working over there. Especially as an engineer, I think I'll have lots of opportunities. And that's why now I push myself in learning Technical, technical English-because-it's-really-important-to-know-in-my-field-as-well-and-what-I've-missed-unfortunately-it-might-be-the-worst-thing-I've-missed-unfortunately-it-might-be-the-worst-thing-I've-missed-unfortunately-it-might-be-the
threw you in at the deep end, as we would say. They really tested your English without any warning, which is quite a terrifying thing to do. Um, and of course, jobs and job interviews, that's something which, uh, there's a chapter in the book about that. It's something which people want uh, English for as well, skills. Um, Anna, I'm curious, could you tell me, which was your favorite chapter in the book for you? Which was most useful for you, which chapter? Um, I think um, the most useful was uh, a new in town because that was something that I experienced to try to give a direction, give an explanation. And I think that's really important to know because who knows, maybe um, someone can have the same situation and need to describe in someone who is new in town and is not able to speak my native language. So I need to describe it and explain in English. So that mm. is really really beneficial and useful i think yeah so yeah so you're mentioning yeah great yeah you're mentioning chapter two which is about yeah new town so it's about directions and how to give but also to receive directions as well which is important mm -hmm. um and anna was actually really useful with she gave me a tip about having small talk okay which was something that wasn't in the book initially okay this is now a chapter thanks to anna uh, suggestion on small talk anna can you explain to people who are listening here what is small talk? And also, why was it important to you? Why did you think it was necessary to, to go in the book, do you think? Um, small talk basically is when, for example, you wait for um, a bus in a bus station. Um, and you can um, communicate with strangers. That's basically a small talk. And I think um, it's good to have some um, phrases and expressions that you can use, for example, to ask um, how is the weather or did you hear the news or something and be able to have a conversation. So uh, in learning English, probably I think that small talk is really um, useful and essential. And I could say that um, it was about a couple of months ago, um, I have a small talk, but in English, and I was a bit more confident to have it because uh -huh. already I have some vocabulary and some expressions in my mind, and I wasn't that um, afraid to speak. And it was, it was great because here in Bulgaria, also we have lots of foreigners from, from different countries, and I should say if um, the conversation was uh, with a person from the UK and he really enjoys to live in Bulgaria and we have a conversation about Bulgaria and then for the UK, uh, the places that are interesting to visit. And it was just awesome. I really loved this short conversation. It was basically a small talk, but uh, that was a great opportunity for me to practice what I know and what I learned as well. That's wonderful. So you managed to actually, you can see the progress. It's like when you see little steps and progress, then that really helps keep you motivated. And um, I'm surprised. I didn't know there were that many foreigners living in Bulgaria. Somewhere I would like to visit, but I didn't know there were that many foreigners there. Um, so that's really interesting. So you do have, you can find opportunities to speak English if you push yourself, right? If you... Yes, 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 I can for sure. Uh-huh. And you can push yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, and... Tell me, um, Anna, so in, in the book, there are some audio, audio tracks. Um, honestly, did you, did you find them useful for yourself, the audio, having listening to things to listen to as you're practicing? 
Yes, um, I really found it useful because we can practice our listening and at the same time uh, fill the gaps uh, of the exercises, which is really useful. And also we can test our listening and comprehension at the same time. And then writing, fill the, the gaps. Uh, and it's really, really beneficial for, for practice. And then practicing speaking along also, it's something that we, uh, we can use with exercises as well. I'm glad it was useful. So guys, just to explain, so there's in each chapter of the book, there are two audio tracks. The first track, as Anna's just said, is like a gap fill. So you're listening to a conversation and then you're writing in the gaps, you're, um, you're what you hear. So it's practicing your listening, your receptive skills. And then the second audio track is where you're in the conversation. So typically you're going to be the tourist, you're going to be the, um, the customer, Okay, and then you get to practice your speaking. Anna, which dialogue was most fun for you? Which was most fun for you? Most fun for me? Um, I think all of them was really useful. I can think of one that was fun, but I think um, all of them was really useful to listen to, to, um, to your accent as well, because I really like <laughs> your accent. It's, it's really clear. It's really understandable. And of course, something that I would like to suggest everyone here is something, if you struggle with pronunciation, try to shadow Elliot. <laughs> if you like British accent like me, it's great opportunity to learn how to sound more British. Um, and as well, practice your speaking because shadowing is not only about uh, bring an accent or improving pronunciation, but it's about, uh, but it's all about speaking as, um, as well. So shadowing, uh, shadowing was something that helps me to at least reduce a little bit my native accent, but not 100% because that's, that's not my main goal. And when I tried really, um, lots of my friends told me that I just fake my accent and that's not cool. So <laughs> I think, um, to have a realistic goal that we can't sound like native, but we can uh, sound more British-like, but not yeah. like a British or American. So that, that that's what I think, yeah. And nor should you. I mean, it's, it's good to have your own accent. That's what makes you you. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone should try and get rid of their own accent, but of course, pronunciation is important. Um, Anna, who would, just to wrap up soon, who would you recommend this book to? Um, I would recommend this book to everyone watching here who struggle with um, having um, everyday English conversations in um, basically like in the bank or medical emergency or small talk, um, just English that we can use in everyday life basically. And it's really important to be ready to speak and not froze, just uh, Step out, step out from our comfort zone and just speak and use a wide range of vocabulary expressions just to make sure that the other person is able to understand us. Thank you so much, Anna. That's, that's really nice. Um, so just before we finish, guys, because we've got to finish in a moment, um, I want to, uh, well, firstly, thank Anna for coming on. It's been great to actually meet you in person and have a chat with you, um, which is great, um, and to hear your speech as well, which is fantastic, as I'm sure everyone would agree. Um, I want to ask you, Anna, one last question, okay, and then I'm going to announce the competition. Um, so the question is, Anna, what is your one 
best, your number one speaking tip, your tip to improve your speaking, your number one speaking tip. Number one speaking tip. Okay, let me think for a moment. Um, I think that every um, every part of speaking is important, but uh, the most that we need is to get of our comfort zone. This is the best speaking tip to get out. How are you? What's your name? <laughs> Sorry, that, that's my that's my twin brother. Who, um... My name is Nikolai. <laughs> So sorry about sorry about this. Uh, my best. <laughs> uh, actually, I try to teach him English, and I try. A friend of mine suggested me because I have a problem with accuracy. Mm. Um, maybe you maybe you also noticed the way I speak that I just try to correct myself or with grammar. Basically, I have yeah. I have a huge problem with grammar as well, especially past tense and present tense. For some reason, I can't get rid of this mistake, but I try my best. And I teach him uh, almost every day the grammar structures. I just review them and then teach him. And in that way, I practice my speaking as well as my accuracy. I think this right. is also a good one for improving speaking and accuracy. But yes, my best tip for speaking is stepping out of our comfort zone and trying to speak as much as we can, not only in front of the mirror, but with people. That's yeah. the best thing that would help us to uh, improve our speaking as well. Absolutely. But I would also add, guys, that just even as a start, if you're feeling shy, you're not feeling confident, like Anna just said, speaking in front of the mirror is a good start. Recording yourself on your phone, talking to yourself is not a sign of madness. It's good. Okay, guys, just before we wrap up, I want to explain, sorry, I want to announce now an exciting competition. So I'm going to give away a free copy of the book, okay, which Anna's been discussing with me, um, to one lucky viewer. Now, what you're going to have to do is I'm going to put a post after this live, okay? So to enter the competition, you're going to need to firstly follow, if you don't already follow my page, and like the post. And then comment on the post with saying, I want, and then a hashtag saying seven in seven, okay? Which I'll put this in the post. And then share it in your story. And then tomorrow I will be ending the competition. The competition will end at 12, um, so 9 a.m. UTC time, so the central universal time. And I will be picking a lucky winner, okay? So someone will get this book for free tomorrow. So make sure you enter. Anna, I want to thank you so much for coming. It was really nice to speak to you. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. You did great. You're okay. a great speaker. <laughs> you're really confident. Even if you don't feel confident, you, you appear really confident when you're speaking. So it's been great. Um, so I'd like to thank you for your time and to thank everyone else for their time for coming today and watching. I hope it was useful for you. And this will be recorded, obviously, so you'll be able to watch this again. Any last words, Anna? Any final thoughts? Um, and also, again, I should, um, I should encourage all the learners here, just don't be afraid of making mistakes. This is something that I always try to say. And also, I try to, to say it to myself because sometimes also... I'm kind of um, struggle with the same mistakes, but don't be afraid of making mistakes. Uh, make mistakes as much as you can and try to 
learn from them and avoid them the next time you speak or write. But because of mistakes, don't uh, be afraid to speak. Mistakes are essential part of our learning process. Yeah. Now, if you're not making mistakes, you're not pushing yourself up your comfort zone. So exactly. absolutely great advice to finish on. Thank you so much, Anna. Thank you, everyone. I'm going to have to end the Thank you, and check out the post, which is being posted in a minute, okay? Thank you, Anna. Goodbye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for coming. Bye-bye. Thank you. In today's bonus podcast episode, we talked about my latest book, Seven Conversations in Seven Days, as well as how to improve our conversational English skills. I hope you enjoyed the episode and found it interesting. You can get in touch with me on Instagram at English Coach Elliot. I would love to hear from you. Please also feel free to contact me on Instagram with suggestions for future episodes. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time.